0: Hey there, it's Carrie here at Get Your Vibe Right, and thank you for joining me for another episode. In this episode, I want to talk about something that I'm seeing come up in a lot of lives around me right now, including my own, which is how sometimes we try and logic our way to emotional healing, or we think that by by talking about all the ways that we shouldn't feel bad about something, it's going to make us feel better about it. And that just doesn't really work. So the reason it doesn't work is because we can look at ourselves as multidimensional beings and we all kind of get that we are that way on a certain level. And so we have have layers, uh, energetic layers as a human being, right? And there are multiple layers, um, but the ones that I want to focus on for the purposes of understanding this concept is we kind of have an emotional layer, a mental layer, and a physical layer and oftentimes, what we try and do is we try and heal something that was hurt on an emotional level on the mental level. And so that means you know, looking back on something maybe as an adult and looking at it from a new perspective and saying, well, now I can kind of see how that really wasn't what was going on, or maybe I shouldn't have felt so bad about that, or whatever. So let me give you an example of this that's been coming up for me recently. Um, One of the things that I've been struggling with is this idea of Being important, (laughs) which sounds a little bit silly, but here I am building a business on my own, trying to get myself out there so that I can help people and serve people and support people. And it's hard for me sometimes because I have a lot of anxiety, I guess I would call it, or I just have a lot of feelings around. Being important, like making myself seen and heard, is not something that I'm always very comfortable with. So I've been looking at this from a lot of different perspectives and trying to unpack it and see where this came from. And something that has come up was from my childhood, which oftentimes a lot of these things that we're still struggling with in life at, you know, in our 30s and 40s or In our, even in our late 20s, are things that really come, no matter how old we are, actually, that come from our childhood. So for me, if you've listened to a couple of my podcasts now, you know that. I came from a really. I I grew up in a really rural community in the state of Montana, and when I say really rural, like most people don't even know that communities this small or schools this small still exist. (laughs) So there was about 150 people in the town that I grew up in. There was a, a surrounding community that was a little bit bigger than that, but. The school, this rural school that we all went to, was very, very small, and oftentimes we had very few people in our classes, and everybody knew everybody. So when I was going into fourth grade, my mother, who had decided to take time off from work when she had myself and my sister was ready to go back to work. So she had gone back to school for a year when I was in third grade and applied for a teaching position in the elementary school in our rural community school. It was the fourth grade teacher position, which meant that she was going to have me in her class. So because this was her first year of being a teacher, she knew that she had to be you know, really careful. People were going to be watching her. Um, parents were going to be asking, you know, how's Mrs. Van Nuys? What's going on in the classroom? As we all would want to know as a parent. And so my mom sat me down before the school year and she said, look, I just, you should probably know this is this is what I'm dealing with. You know, I'm, this is my first year back teaching. We live in this community. Um, All people are going to be watching. I can't be showing you any favoritism. It can't look at all like I'm showing you favoritism because you're my kid and I have you in class. So, um, you know, you can't call me mom at school. You have to call me Mrs. Van Ice, which was fine. I did that. Um, And she said, and I'm probably never going to be able to, you know, have you go first or give it any impression that I'm favoring you in any way, which I completely understood. Even at that age, I was fully on board. This was a way that I could support my mom. And, you know, it was didn't seem like a big deal. But after an entire year of never getting to go first, never getting to be the line leader, feeling like I couldn't really speak up and express that I, I needed help with something, you know, always being the last one to be helped. Oftentimes, you know, feeling like the other kids were more important than I was. Not that my mom wanted to make me feel that way, but it's just how we process things at that age. And so after a year of this, I kind of got had ingrained in me that I I shouldn't be, you know, asking, putting my hand up and, and needing something. I shouldn't want to go first. I shouldn't want to be the line leader. <laughs> Remember how important it was to be the line leader? It sounds so silly now to our adult brain. But at the time, you know, that was hurtful for me. And it it, it made me diminish myself in a way so that I could protect my mom from looking like she was showing favoritism. Okay, so that's just a very quick example of where something that I'm struggling with right now is coming from. And you could hear all of the logical reasons why I shouldn't feel that way, especially as an adult. Why, you know, it? I knew what was going on. I knew my mom wasn't trying to be hurtful. I I... I from, from a mental standpoint and an intellectual standpoint, I see this whole scenario very clearly and yet I still have some emotional pain around this or at least I have some programs that were installed in me, some ways of being that came about during this time when I needed to be less than in a way a lot of my peers and counterparts in the classroom. I needed to not have needs. I needed to not, you know, speak up. I needed to n- not be attended to in a way. And there was something bad about being, you know, big and loud and standing up and and being seen and heard. It was better for everybody if I just didn't do that. So now years later, I'm still kind of struggling with this, right? I can look at this from a logical standpoint and say, I shouldn't feel this way. But there's something in me, a little part of my little me, my, my young eight-year-old me, or however old I was at the time, eight or nine years old, that still harbors some feelings around this, clearly, that I need to work through so that I can break through what is holding me back right now. So that's just an example. And I'm seeing this showing up in the lives of people that I love who are struggling right now, clients that I have who are struggling and, you know, saying, well, I know I shouldn't feel this way. Or "I I know that, you know, Uh, If I look at it from this perspective, I can see that really, um, you know, maybe it wasn't that big of a deal or whatever. And that's just us trying to logic our way to healing. But it can't happen there because logic is on the mental plane. It's a little bit like if you cut your hand And you thought, I'm just going to sit down and have a good cry, and my hand is going to heal itself. (laughs) It's not going to work that way, right? Because I hurt myself on the physical level, um, on my physical body. And so having a good cry is happening on the emotional level. That's an emotional release. And it's not going to heal me on the physical level. So looking at our lives from these different levels and just getting it, just really knowing that we, especially as adults, try and logic our way and we think we've dealt with something because our, our mind will say, well, we shouldn't feel bad about that, so just get over it. <laughs> or we can review it from a new perspective and see how maybe we shouldn't be hurting still with that. But what I would like to encourage you to do with this, the whole point of this is how can this help you in your life with something that you might be struggling with? Well, first of all, it's identifying and recognizing there is some emotional hurt here that I haven't fully been able to process, that I haven't fully worked through. So, I think one of the things that can really help is recognizing that oftentimes when we feel the pain of something emotional in our lives, it is it is about what's going on in the moment, but it's also a trigger for old emotional pain that we're holding on to from past experiences that were similar, that brought up similar emotions that we didn't fully process. So, There's the vibration of that in our system already, and when it gets triggered, again, something similar brings it up, it feels bigger. Every time we are not able to process through something, that emotional trigger just gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and we experience it at a higher and higher volume, if you want to look at it that way. So, looking at something that's really difficult emotionally right now and looking back on your life and seeing where were the times and what were the experiences that I had that have the same emotional sense to them, have the same feeling to them. Going back and processing through on the emotional level, not the men- not logic, logicking your way out of it, emotionally processing through that for each one of those events that you can remember is going to diminish the volume of the emotion that you're feeling right now. And so that's one way that we can reduce the hurt. Now, making sure that we're doing that on the emotional level is is not always clear cut, because we get confused sometimes between this mental level and this emotional level. So Doing something like talk therapy, which can be really, really helpful for people, but sometimes we just stay in the mental plane when we are doing talk therapy. We talk through something, but we never get to feel the emotion of it. If you're, it's a great place to start, By going back and talking about the experience that happened, but the talking has to lead to the feeling. And then the feeling needs to be processed through. I mean, sometimes that can mean having a good cry. Sometimes it can um, look like getting really, really angry. You know, once I did this catharsis therapy, I have to admit, I really hated it. (laughs) But it was where you went with this, um, this practitioner or or this therapist, and you, you know, beat on pillows and you screamed really loud and you did all these things to kind of like let anger and rage and all of those emotions that are, are really explosive out of you. This was not really for me, but I do see the value in it. And like a rage room, like when you get to smash things up, that actually is happening on the physical level, right? We're moving our body and we're smashing things, but it's letting out emotions. But you need to recognize our emotions actually moving through and getting released right now. So one other way that you can do this, facilitate this on your own is through journaling. And I know that sometimes we're like roll our eyes, maybe not everybody's a journaler, seems like a bit of a drag (laughs) sometimes. But if you can identify some of those experiences that you've had in the past where you felt similar to something that you're struggling with right now and write about them but write about them with the goal of really feeling them you you are going to ride the wave of the emotion here you want to write about them in such a way that you can bring up the emotions that are still stuck inside of you related to that event and release them in some way so That in and of itself can be very helpful um, if you want to seek out some kind of practitioner of some kind. Obviously, I am a practitioner of what's known as energy medicine. And so I deal directly with the emotional energy of things, meaning I can... I have a system that'll help me identify the emotion related to the event and very quickly move it energetically out of the system. So that's a way where you don't necessarily have to ride the emotion so much because you have a facilitator that understands energy well enough to be able to almost immediately release that from your system. So there's a lot of different ways to do that, but this was really just a conversation about don't get stuck in that paradigm of talking yourself, trying to talk yourself out of the way that you feel, or feeling like you should just get over it, or trying to logic your way out of something that's really emotionally painful, because all that's going to do is have it stick around until you can fully process and release that emotion you're not going to get over it and it's going to continue to be triggered again and again and again in the future and each time it's going to the volume's going to be turned up on that that emotion. So, eliminate logic is great. Logic can get you started, but you have to get to the emotion of it and you have to find a way to release it. Given you a few tips here where you can start with that. And also, you can seek out somebody like me who is an energy practitioner who can help you through this as well. So, just wanting to invite you to go beyond logic, understand the different levels of who you are and how we heal, and kind of letting you off the hook a little bit, saying, you know, if you're trying to logic your way through it, just. Just go to the source, go to the emotional source. So I want to let you off the hook a little, but I also want to um, encourage you and push you a little bit to go to that deeper emotional level so that you can really heal your way through this. So that's just um, opening up the conversation. We're definitely gonna go deeper on this in future podcasts and I can't wait for you to be there. If this is something that you want to know more about, you wanna explore, maybe you're still a little bit unsure about exactly what I'm talking about, stick around. (laughs) I promise you through more and more conversations, you're really gonna get this and you're going to understand how you can use these different energies To really create the life that you want so that you can go out there and live your light, serve the people around you, and really have a tremendous, beautiful, loving, giving life for you and everyone around you.